the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. This is news. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The U.S. appears to be on the brink of a federal government shutdown. Conservative Republicans in the House rejected a long shot offer yesterday to keep the offices open. And the Senate is hard at work today, trying to come up with its own acceptable version of a continuing resolution that would keep the government funded for several weeks until they can hammer out a compromise. It's not clear which side will prevail. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says Dianne Feinstein was a senator who made a big difference during her career. Dianne was a trailblazer in her beloved home state of California. And our entire nation are better for her dogged advocacy and diligent service. President Joe Biden has called Feinstein a true trailblazer. The tributes are pouring in after Feinstein, at the age of 90, passed away this week. This is SRN News. This week on the Michelle Tafoya podcast. Tiffany Justice of Moms for Liberty. Instead of the government system listening to the parents who are the stakeholders, they shut us down. They literally shut off our microphones. They changed citizen input at school board meetings. One of our own moms called by an FBI field office after having spoken at a school board meeting. You're making peanut butter and jelly in the morning, and you have an FBI agent calling you about your speech. Stream the Michelle Tafoya podcast at Salem Podcast Network. From the Genovations Regen Weather Center, just past 1 o'clock, uh, it's Marshall, and for today, chance of thunderstorms in 82, the expected high. The Northern Alliance Radio Network on the way. I want to let you know we're doing something with our sister station. They're really doing the hard work here. AM 980, The Mission. They're going to be helping the Bible League get the word out across the world. That's going to be in October. Keep listening for details. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, moldy, depressing institutional blue, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM12A, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, for 21 years and counting now, bringing you all the news that I care to bring you, Mondays through Fridays, which serves if nothing else, and, and of course there are other things, but this serves as my show prep for this broadcast in its 20th year of dominating all Twin Cities media. Video, print, everything else, you name it, we dominate it. Radio, <laughs> give me a break. Uh, it is to laugh. And, and you can find out for yourself by giving us a call if you care to join us at 651-289-4488. That's the number to call to join us live on the air. If you disagree with me or my guests, you get on the air first. You can. That's been our policy for 20 years now. No other radio station in the Twin Cities, all of the lesser ones, and there are still several of them left out there, none of them can match us on that because none of them packs the gear to defend what they believe the way we do. I mean, the guys at the other station, they're, they're good guys. We like them all, but let's be honest, we're the originals. So 651-289-4488. Busy, busy show today. We've got, uh, we've got Mike Casey who's running for the GOP nomination to run for United States House in the 4th Congressional District. That's my congressional district. He'll be joining us in about a half hour. And Jim Schultz from the Minnesota Private Business uh, Association uh, will be joining us uh, in the next hour to talk about the crime wave, uh, crime wave, 
perhaps crime rave, if you're, if you're a participant, uh, that will not go away, so it seems. He had an op-ed this past week. It is ruffling feathers, as pretty much any Republican uh, standing up in public seems to do these days. Uh, we had the we are treated to the by the way that's coming up at two o'clock today. Jim Schultz, uh, who came within a cat's whisker of being Attorney General, and oof, da, would that have been uh, something to see? Uh, actual responsible Attorney General who does something other than yell off what when Alita Messenger and Michael Bloomberg yelled jump. At any rate, that's coming up later on the broadcast here today. Also, we're going to be talking about uh, we're, we're going to be talking about some of the well, we're going to be talking about Senator Dianne Feinstein, who passed away, I believe it was yesterday, at the age of ninety. A very long serving, uh, she was actually as uh, she got into the Senate right about the time I started to take interest and action with local politics and issues like like, for example, the Second Amendment issue, uh, Second Amendment rights movement. I started becoming involved about the time she was elected Senate. And, and by the way, unlike a lot of our counterparts on the left, I sincerely offer my prayers, my condolences to the family, to any to, to admirers, for that matter, of Senator Feinstein. I wasn't especially an, an admirer, but as was noted, the news at the top, she did accomplish a lot in her 90 years. Much of what she accomplished, I'm not a fan of. She was a key sponsor of the assault weapons ban of 1994, which was, let's be perfectly frank, useless. It was performative virtue signaling, and even its some of its major proponents, although not Feinstein herself, admitted after the fact that it was a waste of time. And uh, Democrats who say they want it again have no idea what they're talking about because it cannot happen. It will not happen. My fr- And while I offer my sincere condolences to her friends, her family, her admirers, her people who supported her for whatever reason here in the state of Minnesota, I will say my first impression of Senator Feinstein was this. As I first started becoming involved, active, and aware about the issues, I was aware that during her, I believe, eight years as mayor of San Francisco, uh, Senator Fein- uh, Mayor Feinstein at the time uh, took the action to to curb crime of <clears throat> revoking all civilian carry permits in the city of San Francisco. But before she did that, she had herself issued a police carry permit. Because for years, even as she was railing against civilian ownership of firearms, she reportedly carried with her a little five-shot Smith & Wesson chief snub nose in her purse, just in case, because her life was apparently of boundless value and worthy of defense and worthy of giving the means to defend against those who would threaten her, as opposed to everyone else, all the other law-abiding citizens of the city of San Francisco who were, at her decree, denied that right. So, deeply stupid thing to do. She deserved to have been called out for at the time. It was one of those episodes that called out the deep hypocrisy of the American left. And honestly, a, a call out of hypocrisy that started the the dominoes tipping over in, in terms of the Second Amendment issue swinging back to our side. And as bad as things may seem right now, if you're a Second Amendment supporter, things are so much better than they were 30 and 35 years ago. Well, I have to do a show on this someday just to show you how far a little bit of organization can take you. At any rate, government shut down, apparently, I mean, barring some fairly last minute uh, changes uh, in some fairly last minute developments. Uh, looks like the federal government will shut down. I have a number of friends who are leaving the country this weekend or want to leave the country. One of my colleagues is uh, hoping to go to Mexico tomorrow, and it looks like that is going to be uh, just a little thrown up in the air. And I'm wondering. Perhaps people trying to leave the United States on a vacation can get out the same way 2.4 million people have gotten into the country this last year just by going, walking through customs and saying, uh, hasta la vista, baby, and getting on their plane and going. I, I wonder if that'll work. Uh, by the way, uh, so, so you're, you're going to hear a lot of, of hemming and hawing about, about the shutdown. And as a general rule... I'm all for shutting down the government. I'm uh, I go full bore Ron Swanson for the most part, provided there is anything to be gained from it. 
I have yet to be seen there is anything to be gained from this other than the Freedom Caucus engaging in its ongoing uh, super soaker battle. Let's just call it obliquely super soaker match with Speaker McCarthy. I, I, I'm not seeing a strategy and I'm certainly not seeing anything to be won beyond that. I, I'm all about going full bore Ron Swanson on government. Although, let's be honest, these shutdowns never shut down the IRS, except for the customer service lines. They never, never shut down the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, except for the, uh, except for the contact lines. They never shut down any part of government that would be better off shut down. They just shut down the parts that serve the public in any way, shape, or form, including, apparently, uh, a great percentage of TSA lines and air traffic controllers, meaning traffic in and out of the United States is going to be a flaming nightmare, apparently, for the next couple of days. We shall see. At any rate, uh, I, I like to follow the uh, advice of that great politician, George S. Patton, in getting involved in fights like this. Uh, never get involved in a fight you don't stand to gain something from winning. I have yet to see what the Republicans have to gain from this. Matt Gates, if you happen to be out there, we have a connection, by the way, Mr. Gates, Representative Gates, if you're out there. Your father was a student of my father's uh, in the rural high school that he graduated from way back in the day. So if if you happen to be on first-person terms with Matt Gates, please, please give my bona fides. I'd very much be interested in chatting with him about this. Me and everyone else in the conservative media, and I guess the left-wing media as well. At any rate, big news nationwide and locally here in Minnesota. I I usually skew towards the state and regional news, and this kind of covers both areas here. Uh, Citing the rise in meth-related crimes and low revenue in red states, Target is closing nine stores in Nebraska, Kentucky, and Alabama. (laughs) No, not really. No, kidding. Uh, The stores are in San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, and New York City. Uh, This article coming from, uh, I believe this was, uh, I'm sorry, this is from uh, Alpha News. Uh, Target's closing nine stores in major cities across four states claiming uh, theft and organized retail crime have made the environment unsafe for staff and customers and unsustainable for business. The big box chain is part of a wave of retailers, both large and small, that say they're struggling to contain store crimes that have hurt their bottom lines. Many have closed stores or made changes to merchandise and layouts. So we talked about this a few weeks ago. Walgreens is rolling out a brand new San Francisco and Seattle and Portland style store where everything is locked up. In fact, it is. What was the movie? Back to the future. This this one is back to the past. This goes takes retail back to where it was before the A&P supermarket chain started in the, I believe, 1890s, which brought up the idea of shelves you could get to with a shopping cart and just checking out at the front, like every grocery store in the world since then. Before that, you had to go into the general store and give a clerk a list of what you wanted, and the clerk would bustle around through the shelves, kind of like pickers at a warehouse, bag up your order and give it to you at the front, one person at a time. And that, because of the crime rave, is exactly what they have gone back to at this new Walgreens. It's being rolled out in uh, in certain large red markets. <laughs> no, blue markets, blue markets. Of course, the hecklers are out in force uh, saying, well, crime can't possibly be that bad. Uh, quote, it's not clear that crime is growing significantly more serious. But as economic fears grow amid inflation and, and rising uh, borrowing costs, shoplifting often comes with territory, uh, industry watchers say. Of course, that's complete baked monkey doodle. These stores have been in these areas forever. I mean, the New York store that's closing in, in Harlem, which, by the way, used to be a, a code word, a dog whistle, if you will, for grinding poverty, has become highly gentrified in the last 30 years. Thank you, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, they've been in business there for decades. And suddenly, and, and, and by the way, having assimilated into these large, high-tax, high-regulation urban markets and find found a way to make the profit that makes the stores sustainable. Suddenly, in these last three years, they, along with targets in, well, uptown Minneapolis, for that matter, suddenly, after decades of prosperity, 
They're up and gone? Sure, it must be something else. When we come back, we'll talk about an instant expert, by the way, one of thousands of instant experts in retail marketing who have never, ever worked in the retail business other than maybe at a cash register once upon a time in high school, sounding off on the issue. One near and dear to the history of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly for connection. If you value this station, help ensure it stays in vehicles for the next generation by visiting dependonam.com. Are you searching for a comfortable and welcoming home for an older male relative or friend? Look no further than Deputat Board and Lodge. More than a traditional boarding house, Deputat Board and Lodge is a warm, peace-filled community of men living together in a beautiful historic home. They're well cared for with three square meals a day, laundry service, and staffing round the clock. Deputat Board and Lodge offers semi-private rooms. It's modern with Wi-Fi and state-of-the-art security systems. Plus, it's close to the bus line. Residents do need to be able to navigate stairs. The Deputat family has been running Deputat Board and Lodge for 53 years, and their average residence stays for 17 years. To find out if Deputat Board and Lodge is right for your ambulatory male relative or friend, go to deputatboardandlodge.com. That's D-E-P-U-T-A-T, Deputat, a traditional boarding house that offers a non-traditional change of pace. Deputatboardandlodge.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Two things that hit a family budget the hardest, the price of gas and of groceries. Let us ease that pain at the pump when you enter the $18,000 gas and groceries giveaway. The grand prize winner gets $10,000 in gift cards for gas and groceries. Three first prize winners each get $1,000 gift cards, and 10 second prize winners will get $500 gift cards for gas and groceries. That's $18,000 total. Go to am1280thepatriot.com to register. Chances are she's listening to you right now. But Alexa has a lot of competition. Google Nest or Amazon Echo are two of the best. All you have to do is turn it on and tell it to listen to what you want. This radio station, of course. When she hears our name, we start play. Remember, it's as simple as Alexa, play Freedom Radio Minneapolis. Freedom 1570. Just say, play Freedom Radio Minneapolis. Thinking about climbing Pikes Peak? You can get this radio station there, too. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Odyssey.com. We're always on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Say, play The Patriot Minneapolis. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. By the way, big news from the entertainment business yesterday. The, there's been arrest and the killing of Tupac Shakur, which is all cool and fine and dandy. Except that it's been 57 years. And by the way, that's been 30 years since uh, Tupac Shakur was killed. Finally, an arrest in his murder. Which brings up the question, when will there be some headway in the case of the killing of Bobby Filler? Leader of the Bobby Fuller Four found shot in the chest and partially burned in a car in Dallas in 1966, but was ruled a suicide. Let's be honest. This is something that needs to be solved. One of the great singer, uh, the great unsung, if you will, singers of all time. Somebody who I've been marinating my brain in for this last couple of weeks. We found an alleged killer, or at least someone intimately involved in the alleged killing of Tupac Shakur allegedly involved in the actual killing, I should say. Let's put some attention on Bobby Fuller, okay? This may be my mission in life for the next year or so. Get some attention paid to finding out who 
actually rubbed out Bobby Fuller. My hint, my belief, it was probably the mob. But by the way, Clean Comedy Night with author and comedian Jeff Allen coming up Thursday, November 16th, 7 p.m. at Celebration Church in Lakeville. Tickets available at am12athepatriot.com for more info and to get up to 10 bucks off per ticket. He's worth, I've seen him before. He's very good, by the way. 651-289-4488, the number to call. I was just noted uh, before the break, Target is closing nine stores in four blue cities. Now, the news, when it came out, brought out a flood of expert social media commentary from people who have one thing in common. They've never worked in the private sector, or if they have, it was in high school, maybe, maybe college, and they never stopped whining about it. Most of them work in the nonprofit industrial complex or directly in politics or directly for political parties and candidates. Either way, the message is always the same. <clears throat> and I quote, Target's just using crime to cover up uh, the real reasons they're closing, which to, in their frame of mind is some sort of management decision, some, some decision made in a, in a cigar smoke-filled black room, uh, black room, back room, uh, between a bunch of plutocrat fat cats. Uh, because naturally Target is a classic old-school robber baron bureaucracy. Uh, and one of them that caught my attention, really kind of the, the, the prototype for the whole group, is this from a longtime acquaintance of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, a woman named Molly Priestmeyer on Twitter. Now, you remember Molly. You might remember Molly Priestmeyer, a uh, award-winning journalist who... Uh, never let the fact she knows nothing about a subject stop her from writing about it. We've had a couple episodes with Molly Priestmeyer over the years. The first goes back to 2005 when the Center of the American Experiment threw a party in honor of the guys from Powerline on uh, the occasion of the firing of Dan Rather, which was an event that they and only they precipitated. I mean, they, they channeled the knowledge of thousands of regular schnooks like you and I towards the removal of Dan Rather, who had presented forged documents, clearly, plainly, blitheringly, obviously, bald-faced lies of documents, trying to impugn President Bush, then-President Bush, uh, and it backfired terribly. And it was, it was the guys from Powerline who channeled this tsunami of what, uh, what Glenn Reynolds used to refer to the Army of Davids, uh, little people who knew little bits and pieces about the issue, little things like this particular document could not have been produced in 1969 because nobody had the ability to print typefaces like that on a, on a typewriter that wasn't worth $5,000, the kind of thing you did not find in a Texas Air National Guard orderly room in 1969. You, yeah, 1969, 72, anyway, when George W. Bush served. It blew up the fraud completely. And Molly Priestmeyer, at the time writing for City Pages, after a career at the time writing for the little freebie magazines that used to pop up all over the place, like Cake and Rake and Flake and Pake and Jake, all these little lifestyle fanzines that covered local music and restaurants and a little, ever so little bit of politics, uh, would... She she got her big gig at the City Pages and wrote an article that start, uh, for the City Pages. Uh, and by the way, she was sitting across from me as she attended the event uh, with a bunch of us from the Narn for God knows what reason. And she was perfectly nice person when we met. We had a fairly pleasant conversation as far as it went. And she wrote an article that started, Is it white in here? And I... I I, I had one of the great moments of my blog writing life in that I wrote, I, I, I put out a, an epic fisking of her article that just, uh, she's hated me ever since, let's be honest. Then she hated me even more three years later when she was writing about John McCain and, and made a joke in, uh, on her social media, I believe maybe in the city pages, about uh, John McCain's teeth, how bad John McCain's teeth looked at some public appearance. And I, I pointed out, along with a tsunami of other people repulsed by her insensitivity, that John McCain had had all his teeth knocked out by the North Vietnamese when he was being held as a prisoner of war for five years, and that his false teeth may not look as good as the real thing, but he didn't have a whole lot of options. In 
fairness, she did sort of issue a sort of a muted mea culpa. And so I, how was I supposed to know? I mean, leaving aside the fact that it's a fairly well-known story. Anyway, she has blocked me pretty thoroughly on social media for the, for years now because, like a lot, a lot of people on the left, they don't like having any sort of dissent. Urban progressive privilege means never having your prejudices questioned in public or private or anyplace else. Anyway, Ms. Priestmeyer uh, wrote on Twitter this past week because she's not working in the media anymore. She's a freelance PR flack, and God bless her for it. Someone's got to do it. Anyway. Her response to the uh, Target uh, story that Target was closing nine stores across four blue cities was, and I quote, sure, Target, with one of the world's top loss prevention programs and forensic labs, even the FBI can't match, theft and crime, in scare quotes, are the main reasons you're closing these stores. (laughs) Now, let's be honest. Many things can be true simultaneously. Business is not easy. Balancing supply, demand, and asking price isn't for the faint of heart or the faint of skill. And that's even before you get into taxes, regulations, and other externalities like, say, regular regular old-fashioned shoplifting. Now, with all of that, as I said before the break, Target has been in high-regulation, high-tax, moderately high-crime districts like Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, and New York City for literally decades I mean, David Letterman used to joke about going to Target in Manhattan 30-plus years ago through good times and bad, through ups and downs in the various markets. Target's been there. And the closures are not being spread across the entire market. I mean, mean, if this was a general management problem, you'd think they'd be shutting down stores in, in Butcher Holler, Kentucky in Minot, North Dakota, in in Olathe, Kansas. By the way, uh, Target's share prices have been dropping uh, for a bit here uh, lately. Uh, they t- peaked out around 170 bucks last spring, and then long about May, they tanked, and they've been hanging around in the low 100s ever since then. What happened, by the way, last May? Well, let's see. I made my last visit to Target last May. When I found out that they were selling uh, trans, <laughs> selling uh, clothing encouraging children to trans themselves last May, I spent my last dollar at Target, and that's the way it's going to stay until they're uh, in, until things change. But these nine stores—I mean, if this was just a general malaise across the entire enterprise, you'd think they'd be closing stores in in Akron, Ohio, or or. Rural Alabama, some place where, where where the market is is not doing well for pure organic market reasons. Anyway, talking about by the way, their forensic lab, they do have two forensic labs: one here in the Twin Cities, one in Las Vegas. They are top flight labs for doing a lot of analysis on a lot of things. But as far as Target security goes, I mean, they are top flight retail security, no question about it. I know people who've worked in the field. I don't know if they're better than the FBI, but let's just say. They have perfected the art of store security. Let's just assume that Molly Priestmeyer is right about this. You heard it here first. That means they catch thieves, grifters, swindlers, check kiters, uh, card frauds. They catch all these other ne'er-do-wells. And then what happens? Well, Target may do a lot of things. One thing they don't do is run county attorney's offices. They don't actually get to charge people. They don't run city councils, by the way, especially the ones making laws that say things like, I don't know, shoplifting less than $900 doesn't even warrant a charge, much less a a sentence. I mean, Target is big, but they don't actually run prosecutor's offices, courts, or prison systems. We don't have that yet in the United States. So not quite sure what keen-eyed business acumen Molly Priestmeyer and, to be fair, all the other lefties exactly like her who were prattling through the week about how Target must be holding out some information about why it's really closing these stores. But perhaps award-winning journalist Molly Priestmeyer could favor us with some insight on the facts that are not apparent from, well, every single fact about the story. And Molly, 
as always, the phone lines are open to you, 651-289-4488. You will jump to the front of the queue should you happen to call in. And I sincerely hope you do because, honestly, while it's been 18 years since we last spoke for any reason on any subject, I would love to catch up. Seriously, have your people call my people. I am my people. Well, Gabe is my person here while I'm in the studio. 651-289-4488, whether you are Molly Priestmeyer or not. By the way, uh, Mike Casey running for the GOP nomination for United States House District 4 coming up after the break. Go nowhere. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Unforgettable night of laughter with the hilarious comedian Jeff Allen. Not only do I have attention deficit, I'm also a functioning hypochondriac. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff Allen's Are We There Yet comedy tour. Those days I've convinced myself I need an ambulance, by the time I get to the phone to call one, I've been distracted four or five times. Join us on Thursday, November 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. Go to am1280thepatriot.com and save up to $10 per ticket. That's am1280thepatriot.com. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless, and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marian Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. ProLife Across More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, important weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we can't let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. It also faces action in the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them that you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your opportunity to stand up and be heard, or you can text AM to 52886. That's AM to 52886 to tell Congress to support AM radio this is important. Text AM to 52886. That's AM to 52886. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-448. Hey, don't forget, it's your last chance to embark on a 10-day adventure of a lifetime you'll remember forever. That's the Stand with Israel Tour coming up October 25th through November 3rd. There is still time to get on to explore over 40 iconic sites, including Galilee, the Jordan River, uh, Jerusalem, and more. Doesn't say anything about the Golan Heights. That's where I want to go personally. But anyway, you'll be joined by Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prague, who'll be broadcasting live on the trip and rep- uh, basically making this the most memorable trip of your life. Anyway, register today while you still can and see the full itinerary at am1280thepatriot.com. Stand with Israel. It's become a tradition. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. 
We are getting into political season already. Still a year out from the election. It's not too early, folks. It's never too early. Honestly, election campaigns start roughly the morning after each election. And so we're by no means too early to be talking about who we're going to be running for office. And subject near and dear to my heart and my vote uh, is our next guest here uh, running for Congressional District 4. Uh, Ramsey County and its immediate environs, I guess parts of Washington County, the geographically smallest district of the state and electorally one of the two least lucky districts in the state, at least in terms of congressional representation. We'll hope to fix that with our next guest. Mike Casey, welcome to the broadcast. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks for having me on. Great. I, always a pleasure here. So you are running for the GOP nomination in CD4. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself before we go on into the politics here. Well, I came to Minnesota in 2004. I was actually stationed here in the United States Army. Okay. I spent almost 30 years in the service, actually uh, 29 month, or twenty-nine years, two months, and 14 days. Okay. But who's counting? But- uh, <laughs> I've known a lot of soldiers who know their time in service down to the day. It's kind of amazing here. What were you, what, what were you doing in the Army in Minnesota anyway? Well, a lot of people don't view Minnesota as a big military state, but I was actually on active duty working for the Army Reserve. Uh, okay. Uh, the Army Reserve headquarters for this part of the country was at Fort Snelling, Minnesota. I've heard all about it. That's right. That's a very, very big Army post. I just, I'm from North Dakota, which is Air Force, and oddly enough, Coast Guard country. It's a long story. We'll catch you up on that. So you retired. You liked it here. You decided you're just going to stay. Well, we decided to settle here because I was here for five years. I actually extended in place here so that my daughter could finish high school here. Okay. And they said, well, if, you, if you're going to extend, then we're just going to retire you out of this job. So, okay. you know, they were looking at transferring me about three years in. But I said I put in for the extension for my daughter's sake. Yeah. But uh, I was the regional inspector general for the Army Reserve. Okay. And I covered a six-state area. Oh, you were popular, I bet. Well, you know, inspector generals at a party – Yep. You know, it's funny because you go to these soirees and you walk up to a group of people and everybody gets quiet. Yeah. So suddenly everyone trades to Diet Coke, don't they? I suspect that's right. <laughs> so, all right. So that, that's what brought you here. And you, you stayed for the weather and the, and the waters and so forth. So excellent. So, and like all the best Minnesotans, we all come from elsewhere. So that's a, just for all of you natives out there, that's a mild, mild, mild dig. So you seem like a fairly sane, stable person. What on earth prompts you to run for Congress? Well, a lot of people ask me that. Mm-hmm. They said, what would possess you? To put yourself into that meat grinder. Especially in CD4, which we'll come back to in a moment here. But yeah, what the, what, what was it that uh, tipped you over the edge to actually decide, yeah, I'm going to try and go for Congress here? Over the past few years, I've gotten very concerned at the direction our country is going. <laughs> you think? <laughs> and I see it going off the rails. Yeah. And that concerned me. And I was originally a part of an advocacy group called the Convention of States Project. Okay. And as a member of the Convention of States Project, uh, we have three goals. The first one is term limits for elected and appointed officials in the federal government, forcing the federal government to live within its means. Okay. And limiting the size and scope of federal government. We've got to put the beast back in the box. Pretty radical stuff. So I was very, very focused on that that issue. I was what they call a district captain for the Convention of States project. Okay. And I was heavily involved in that. And they told us, you need to get involved with a local political process. Mm -hmm. They said, you need to get involved with your BPOU. Well, I had no clue what a BPOU was two and a half years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I found out it's Basic Political Organizing Unit. Yeah. So I got involved with the party. It's the equivalent of a password sort of in military terms. It's like, you know what the term is? They let you in. Yeah. that's that's it's uh, Anyway, sorry. They, they, you got in. Sure. But I got involved with the BPOU, and I went to some of the precinct meetings and got involved and put myself in for a delegate for the 2022 Republican Convention, which was held in Rochester. Yep. But I was also an election judge, and I got involved in the political process. And in 2022, 
we were at our Senate District 47 convention. Okay. Uh, Senate District 47 is pretty much Woodbury in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. And I heard the congressional candidate speak, and the candidate was Maylor Zhang, yep. who ran for the Republican seat in 2022. Yep. And I have a strong background in public speaking. I've been a member of Toastmasters International for decades, yep. and I'm what they call a distinguished Toastmaster. Okay. So I have a lot of experience with public speaking, and I heard May speak, and one of her aides is a lady I go to church with. Okay. And I said to this lady, I said, Mary, you know, May sounds like she's got a great message, but she needs to work a little bit on her delivery. Yep. on her speech making, and I'd be happy to help in that regard. Interesting. Well, they brought me into the campaign, and before long, I was on the inner circle of the campaign. Yeah. I was helping with messaging, and, you know, May's public speaking improved a million percent. Sure did, yeah. And uh, she's a very effective communicator now, and I like to think that I played a small role in that, but I got involved with that, and I was involved in every aspect of the campaign. I was out doing lit drops and marching in parades, holding signs, the whole nine yards. And somewhere along the way, you thought, I could do this. Well, not really. Okay. We did that, and we really fought hard. May had a very admirable campaign. Yes. And she was such a high-energy person. I said, geez, this woman's the Energizer Bunny. Yeah. But, of course, the campaign was eventually unsuccessful. And we ended up getting about 32% of the vote in CD4. Which, by the way, is out kicking the coverage pretty seriously. I mean, I mean, it used to be if you were just a warm body on the ballot, you could count on, on 25%. If you did a manic campaign, you could get 30 You might get 35 if you worked your butt off. Nowadays, uh, I mean, 32% is an A-plus outstanding performance because so many Republicans have left the area or just given up hope. And that's that's the real hard part. I mean, it's just so many Republicans. They're out there still, but they only turn out to vote for president if uh, those that are still around at all. And that's that's been the frustrating part as a Republican in CD4. It's just hard to get people to turn out. And that's that's a big challenge, as, I'm, as I know you're well aware, having worked on May's campaign. So we'll come back to that. And by the way, as the son of a speech teacher, I mean, major kudos to teaching someone how to do better. She was doing really well at the end there. Uh, so um, kudos and good job right there. So, uh, so that's what decided you to run here. Let's, um, let's, let's talk a little bit about what you advocate. Should, uh, should, should you get elected? Talk a little bit about the, uh, about the Mike Casey platform. Some of the key things that I want to focus on are, first of all, this massive, out-of-control government spending. We must, we must, our country and our American society depends on it. We must get control of this out-of-control government spending. Mm. It's just gone to the point where I don't even know how you can defend it. But they say that Joe Biden's administration is looking at racking up a $2 trillion deficit for this year alone. Yeah. Now, we throw around figures like billions and trillions, and after a while, they don't mean a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to illustrate a little bit what $2 trillion really means. Yeah. $2 trillion is $2 million millions. I mean, we, we can kind of conceive what a million dollars is. You know, it's not outside the grasp of most people. Right. But two million millions yeah. is so much money that if you are paying a $2 trillion bill yeah. and you pay a million dollars a day, yeah. it will take you 5,479 years to pay it off. Yeah. And that's just one year's deficit. Yeah. This is insanity. It cannot be allowed to continue. And it won't continue. Things that can't be sustained won't be. Eventually, they will collapse. And when it happens, it will be potentially a very ugly thing. I don't think anyone's ready for what happens when the House of Cards finally crumbles. And so that's, I, you know, you're, you're barking right at the, the right tree here. Uh, we're talking with Mike Casey, by the way, uh, running for the GOP nomination to run for United States House against uh, Betty McCollum. 
We'll talk about that in a moment here. Let's talk about campaign stuff in a moment here. And if you have questions for Mike Casey, by all means, give us a call, 651-289-4488. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, let's talk about getting you elected, Mike Casey. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. Get a heck of a state fair deal on an Arctic spa from Premier Pool and Spa now, without the hassle of actually going to the fair. Now, the state fair is great if you relish hanging out with several thousand of your closest friends and Minnesotans, but you know how much it costs you for tickets, parking, rides for the grandkids, and something on a stick for everyone in your group, right? It's a pretty penny. Well, it costs a lot of dough for the spa and pool guys to exhibit there as well. And you know who pays for that? It's not the kid who scoops up in the pig barn. It's you. Get a better deal on your new Arctic spa at Premier Pool and Spa's State Fair Sale. New spas start at just $79.99. And you don't have to fight the crowds, wonder where you parked, or figure out if what you're smelling is good or bad. Walk right into Premier Pool and Spa's nice, cool showroom today and find out why a cold-weather Arctic spa is the best deal for Minnesota, starting at just $79.99. Premier Pool and Spa, Chanhassen. Visit PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa. Me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Hey, it's Mike from Chanhassen. The storm damage that we had was a golf ball-sized hail chunks, and it cracked some of the, the existing tiles, Putting this roof on, it, it's a little complicated. We had to take our copper gutters off that JTR helped us out on. And uh, you needed some roofers that really knew what they were doing. And we also uh, had some damage uh, on some of the sliding doors facing the lake where we live off of. And they were able to work with Marvin. And we are, we'll be putting the windows in with help from JTR on that also. JTR probably, I think what really stood out to both my wife and myself was they showed up prior to the workers starting to work every other morning just to make sure things were right. And the timing of it and the respect of the property and everything else, the workers were terrific. And, and me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Take your investment knowledge to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Skelson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at EagleFinancialCruise.com. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. She's smart, beautiful, and a former Fox Business Channel host. Now you can hear her take on the day's financial news on the Trish Regan Show on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play Play the the Patriot Patriot Minneapolis. AM 1280, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with the Patriot Half-Off Deals Program. You can save 50% or more. On great products and services in the Twin Cities right now, you get half off on Mathnasium, helping your kids, grandkids, kids in the neighborhood, whomever, do better at math. God knows we need people to do better with that. Because perhaps you've heard our government has a bit of a math problem. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us. Us in this case being myself and Mike Casey, who's running for the GOP nomination in the 4th Congressional District. So uh, let's talk a little bit more policy. Obviously, the, the deficit, and by the way, this is we're, we're back to the situation we always have where the party who is not in power or not in the House always talks really tough about the deficit and about debt until they get back in power and then they start spending. During the Obama administration, they spent like Democrats, like, like, like drunk sailors. And then Trump came along, and let's be honest, Trump spent like uh, a drunker sailor. And that's looking pretty darn frugal now compared to what Joe Biden is doing. As you pointed out here, $2 trillion in deficit so far this year, so far in his term, I should say. So, no, this year alone. Gosh, that's right. Yeah, that's projected for this year alone. I remember when a trillion-dollar budget was considered bloated and insane, and here we are. So, uh, so okay, put a pin in that. Uh, what else is in the Mike Casey agenda should you go to Congress? 
Well, the other thing is that the government has gotten out of control as far as its overreach. Yeah. Uh, the Leviathan, as some people call it. Yeah. Uh, really, we really need to deal with that. Yeah. When you have unelected bureaucrats in the growth of the administrative state, and when you have all these alphabet agencies that are regulating every aspect of what we do, yeah. when I have some unelected bureaucrat in D.C. making decisions about what vaccines I'm going to put into my body yeah. and about what my kids are going to eat for their school lunch. I mean, why should somebody in D.C. dictate what a kid in Hugo, Minnesota, has on his plate when he goes uh, to have his school lunch? It's yeah. just nuts. Yeah, absolutely. And, and by the way, that's assuming the institutions that the, the bureaucrats work for are loyal to the bureaucracy, which is bad enough. But now you have so many of our institutions that actively work for the Democrats, uh, the, the Department of Education, the teachers union that is in effect. Well, it used to be an, an extension of the DOE, but now it's the other way around. Department of Education is extended uh, extension of the teachers union nationally and here in Minnesota, which is another whole issue. Anyway, okay, fair enough. Yes, getting the getting government is uh, trying to start the process of getting our and, government out of our lives. And the Department of Education is one of those agencies that I believe needs to go away. Oh, because yeah. since they were instituted, I think it was back in the 70s, uh, outcomes have gone nowhere but down. Yeah. And yeah. It, it looks like I was told that not a single high school in St. Paul, Minnesota, was, uh, had students that were grade level for math. And in fact, a minority of kids statewide are grade level for reading. And that's that, that's rather important because if you can't read, you can't learn much of anything else. And say what you will about grade levels. And by the way, grade levels have dumbed down since uh, I was going to say you and I were in school. I mean, they, I mean, being at grade level is not exactly a sterling re uh, reference anymore either. So, And they're not even meeting up with those lower expectations. And that leaves out the fact, well... I'm sorry. I'm on my soapbox here. We're here to talk about you. And, and I have a history in education as well. Right. Um, I have a doctorate, and I have taught at college and university level. Okay. And I can tell you, I was in an MBA program and uh, a program for master's in uh, organizational effectiveness. Okay. Because that's kind of where my area of expertise is. And I was getting kids that were going for master's degree. These are people that already had a bachelor's degree who couldn't put a cogent sentence together. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and they, they said, oh, don't get Dr. Casey as your instructor because he's really tough. And it's like, I only expect people to use sentences and paragraphs and cite their references. Ooh. Wow. You know, and when you're talking people that are already college graduates. So it's really gotten to the point where we're turning into a society of pretty much functional illiterates. Yeah, and I could get all conspiratorial here, but that's that's not what we need to talk about today. Perhaps next time. So let's talk about about the race ahead of. It. First of all, you're going for the nomination. There, there's going to be an active battle. Hopefully, one hopes for the nomination in CD four here. As uh, so you, you I, I, to the best of my knowledge, you're the only person uh, in, in the arena so far. In Thus CD4. far, but I got involved early. Yeah, and I did that for a couple of reasons. Good. First of all, I need to raise money. Oh yeah. You know, your average congressional race, you know, I need to raise, you know, I'm not going to say the exact amount, but it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's not cheap anymore. I remember Dennis Nowinski pulling off a race for, for in six, in merely six figures back, back when he almost uh, pulled it off 30 odd years ago. So yes, gotta, it doesn't hurt to get in early. Got to build the name recognition. Yeah, that's why we're here. But I have to, I have to get in front of the donors. Mm -hmm. I have to get in front of the people who normally donate money. So that's one reason. The other reason was, is that a lot of candidates won't get involved until after the first of the year, like yeah. February, March. Yeah. And then it's too late. There's no way I can get around to everybody within Congressional District 4 yeah. and let them know who I am and build my brand, so to speak, so that I can be competitive in November. So we'll talk about being competitive in, no in November. I mean, we will have you on again before convention time here, which I believe is in April for CD4 here, where we get the endorsement. You and 
any other potential candidates who get involved, and, and you're very right, people should be in it now if they plan on going anywhere, absolutely. We'll talk about uh, the, the elephant in the room, if you will, the, the path to victory, how one actually makes a move uh, in CD4, uh, because that's, that's the big one. I mean, we haven't had a competitive, truly competitive race uh, since 1992, when uh, Dennis Nowinski got within six points against uh, in, as an, in an open seat, and it's I mean you know as well as I do it's a tough race it's a tough district for Republicans all up and down the board, uh, and I don't want to talk about that now. We'll have you on again sometime before the endorsement here and and talk with you about that. But let's talk about since you talked about raising money. I mean now's the time to pony up if you want to make uh, a difference. With these races. So how can people find out more about you and about your campaign, Mike Casey? Well, we are on Twitter and we're on Facebook, but there's also my campaign website, which is Casey for Congress. That's C-A-S-E-Y, the number four, congress.org. Yep. And that will give you a snapshot of what my positions are on the various issues. And there's also a place where you can send us an email I'm always open to questions. The main thing I want to be is transparent. If someone has a question to me about something, for instance, someone raised a question, where do you stand on the credit card crisis? <laughs> and I said, that's an excellent question. Yeah. And I think to a large extent, it's because people are so stretched nowadays that they're buying groceries with credit cards. Yeah. And that's why we're a trillion dollars in debt on credit card debt. But that type of question I welcome, and I'd ask people, yes, send it in to us, and I will personally try to respond to every question that's sent. So, you know, what's going to make me competitive now, Republicans for the past several election cycles have been between, say, 29 and 33 percent, somewhere in that range. Yeah. But, you know, I want to break outside of that. Yeah. And Albert Einstein said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to move outside of my comfort zone, and I don't feel uncomfortable doing that. What my goal is is to force Betty to move outside of her comfort zone. Well, there we go. That's right. Actually taking the initiative, talking in military terms here, taking the initiative and shape the battlefield a little bit. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, next time we talk. Mike Casey, it's a pleasure to meet you. We will do this again between now and, uh, and April. Sound good? Sounds good. Excellent. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Jim Schultz joins us after the break. Uh, go nowhere. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. We'll be right back. Heart failure, carpal tunnel syndrome, shortness of breath, stomach issues, lower back pain. How does it all add up? If you have heart failure and any of those seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, it's time to talk with your cardiologist and get the full picture. They may add up to transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy. ATTRCM is a rare and underdiagnosed disease. Recognize the signs and discuss them with your doctor soon. Learn more at connectwithyourheart.com. That's connectwithyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Major phone carriers make you sign contracts with rigid data plans to trap you into a kind of forced phonogamy. Sounds pretty insecure if you ask me. At Consumer Cellular, we believe in a more consensual and healthy form of phonogamy, free of contracts and more flexible to your data needs. This way, you stick around not because we force you to with contracts and fees, but because you love our phone plans. Like ardently love our phone plans. Phonogamously. Consumer Cellular. When Freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. My name is Claudia, and both of my children have successfully completed the Brain Balance Program. As a special education teacher, I was so frustrated because I saw my own children having the problems that my students had, and I couldn't do anything to stop it or to change it. I feel like everything I tried to help my children was like putting a Band-Aid on a shark bite. Until I got to Brain Balance, nothing worked. As a special educator and a parent, I found what worked. I would recommend it to anyone, anywhere, anytime. You know your child better than anyone, but if they struggle with focus, anxiety, or other developmental and learning challenges, you know how frustrating it can be to find the help they need. That's why more parents know Brain Balance and the difference it's made for their kids. It's the all-natural, whole-child approach that's getting results. Parents know their kids best, and with Brain Balance, they know results. The brain can change, and so can your child's performance. Backed by Harvard and Cambridge Brain Science Studies, call and schedule an assessment for your child today. Hey, this is Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. 
The other day I noticed an ad for an apple pie. It showed a slice with the delicious sugary apples oozing out. Here at the Kingdom Builders, we're starting a new series where we'll share with you who we are and why we do what we do. We're a local, trusted, professional exterior contractor specializing in asphalt shingle roofing and seamless gutters. If you add up our collective experience and how long we've been in this industry, it's hundreds of years combined. We're small enough to take care of the little houses in St. Paul and Minneapolis and big enough to handle large churches or commercial buildings. We take a genuine interest in the work we do, the estimates we send out, our customers, and most importantly, the families that live in the homes we work on. We wish the inside of our company was as yummy as an apple pie, but we found we're better at roofing than baking. Look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. AM 12. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.